Has Buy-to-Let changed the Lincoln property market? The Buy-to-Let mortgage is celebrating its silver anniversary this autumn. Isn't it fascinating that a decision between a group of letting agents and bankers all that time ago to offer buy-to-let mortgages has changed the face of the Lincoln and national property market? But has it been a good thing? Or has it ruined the dreams of many twenty-somethings wanting to get onto the property ladder in the last couple of decades? Let's look deeper at the whole story, then I will let you, the reader, decide. And as soon as the buy-to-let mortgage was launched, it was clear there was an enthusiasm and a need for this mortgage product. So much so the size of the Lincoln private rented sector has grown exponentially. According to my analysis, there are 8,881 private rented homes in Lincoln, worth £2,059,078,000. So now we are in 2021, it seems farcical that banks and building societies once thought that properties rented out to private tenants would not create a steady income or increase in value, yet this thought was conventional back in the 90s. It's no wonder buy-to-let landlords have been given a tough time, with numbers like this. Yet before we burn every landlord at the stake, let's just look at the background story. The Conservatives introduced the right of a council house tenant to buy their own council house in the early 1980s. Fantastic news for council tenants, yet when a council tenant bought their home, which meant that council housing was taken away from future generations to rent and therefore eroding the council housing stock available. Meaning from the mid-90s and early 2000s, people who would normally be eligible to rent from the council, yet who couldn't buy, had only one option, rent from a private landlord. Meanwhile, in the early to mid-1990s we had 15% mortgage interest rates, unemployment rates of 9% and the 1989 housing crash fresh in people's memories. Repossessions were rife, making home ownership not the most attractive prospect for 20-somethings. Lincoln House prices dropped by 19.4% between 1989 and 1993. This meant as we entered the mid-1990s, the Lincoln property market entered a period of stagnation. There were many Lincoln homeowners that bought their home in the property boom of the late 1980s who were disinclined to sell their home for a loss. They were in negative equity, i.e. they owed more than what the house was worth, yet needed to move because of their growing families. Renting their home out could have allowed them to buy another home for their growing family, but most banks and building societies were still mostly unreceptive to the notion of these homeowners becoming accidental landlords. Most mortgage terms and conditions usually included clauses that prohibited homeowners from renting out their homes. So, with growing demand from potential tenants, supply reduced from the sale of council houses and many homeowners in negative equity, all bound up by the semi-deregulation of the private rented sector with the Housing Act 1988, you can see that the buy-to-let mortgage came along at the right time. Early take-up of buy-to-let mortgages was slow in the first couple of years. By the millennium, according to the Council of Mortgage Lenders, there were just over 120,000 buy-to-let mortgages, with a total value of £9.1 billion. Yet as we entered the 2000s, they really took off, with every man and his dog jumping onto the buy-to-let bandwagon. So much so that today in the UK, there are 4.4 million private rented homes, 2.1 million of them with buy-to-let mortgages totaling £234.1 billion, 
which is 11.9% of the UK's GDP. That's more than a 1,650% increase in the number of buy-to-let mortgages to landlords and a 2,470% increase in the value of those buy-to-let mortgages. Since 2001, the number of privately rented households in the UK has grown from 8.3% to 19%. On the face of it, you could say with the growth of these buy-to-let landlords with their cheap buy-to-let mortgages and often unkempt properties, have pushed potential homebuyers into squalor. Yet, let's look a little deeper. Most Lincoln landlords are very fair with their Lincoln tenants providing them with clean, well-presented, and affordable housing. Of course, there are the rogue landlords but with TV shows such as Landlords from Hell, the British public are given a distorted and uneven view of private landlords as a whole. Private sector landlords have played a critical role in providing homes to millions of Brits in this country, let me expand. The UK population has grown by 405,000 people per year, for the last 20 years, yet only 22,750 council social houses have been built each year in the same period. If it wasn't for the private rented sector, who would have housed all the extra people in the country over the last 20 years? What about the exorbitant rents? Would it surprise you that rents have risen below inflation between 2008 and 2019? Also there has been a drive to tax by to let landlords more comprehensively and regulate the private rented sector to develop better housing conditions for tenants. Unlike owner-occupier homes, tenants get the benefit of new regulations from gas safety checks and electrical safety reports. Also, Buy-to-let landlords will need to improve their energy performance certificate rating to at least a C by the end of 2025 for all new tenancies, and by end of 2028 for all existing tenants, all at no cost to the tenant and directly saving them money on their heating costs, something that is especially important considering the recent rises in gas prices. Lincoln landlords have also had to pay more tax on their Lincoln buy-to-let properties, paying 3% stamp duty tax supplement for the last five years, and higher rate tax relief on mortgage interest was taken away four years ago. Landlords have also had to deal with the financial fallout of the pandemic. It is estimated one in five tenants in the private rental sector have some form of rent arrears. Interestingly landlords that don't use a letting agent to manage their property are 270% more likely to be two months or more in arrears. Also, evictions for rent arrears were banned during the pandemic, meaning some tenants ran up arrears of 12 months or more. According to the National Residential Landlords Association, this has left around 210,000 private tenants in the country facing a court order for rent arrears. That would equate to 476 Lincoln private rented households with a court order for any arrears. The idea that Lincoln landlords are middle-class establishment types who are out to take advantage of Lincoln tenants who can't afford to buy their own Lincoln homes is, in my opinion, simply wrong. Of course, there are some rogue Lincoln landlords, yet there are plenty of rogue tenants. Just because you are a Lincoln landlord, it doesn't mean you are quaffing champagne and rolling in cash. 1,595 Lincoln landlords own just one buy-to-let property. And just under half of those use their rental income to supplement their pensions, and according to the NRLA, a third of landlords have a gross income, excluding income from the buy-to-let property, 
of less than £20,000 per annum. It's demanding work being a Lincoln buy to let landlord and I still believe the burden of housing just under a fifth of the UK population isn't appreciated or taken seriously by government. Notwithstanding the challenges, most Lincoln buy to let landlords are in it for the long run. Buy to let mortgages can be secured for less than 1% and demand is on the rise, with rents rising at the highest rate for 10 plus years. Of course, Brexit caused a few issues with some Lincoln landlords losing some Eastern European migrants. Yet once things settle down, we will have an influx of people coming from Hong Kong and Afghanistan, wanting to settle down, get jobs and ultimately require a home to live in, which will be a private rented house. I know the stamp duty tax holiday has cleared out the Lincoln landlords who were on the fence for staying in the private rented sector or selling up but those Lincoln landlords that are left will be more professional and will run their buy-to-let portfolio as a business, not a hobby. My final piece of advice to anyone thinking of becoming a buy-to-let landlord in Lincoln for the first time is that you must have a strategy and plan ahead. Those who stumbled into the buy-to-let market in the early 2000s made a lot of money without any strategy or tactics, Moving forward you need the guidance and support of an agent who can tell you about the best places for investment, be that for better yield or better capital growth. They will also be able to tell you what tenants demand to ensure that you attract the right sort of tenants who won't trash the place and leave you in arrears. If you would like some advice do not hesitate to drop me a line at lincoln at northwooduk.com or pick up the phone to 01522 525 555.